Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Okay dear listener, this one is a beautiful, uh, beautiful message with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek but actually I think I think it's there's a lot to it, particularly in the modern world. Look, I don't know. Have you noticed the world's become hypersensitive to what people people are allowed to say? There's a kind of freedom of speech. I'm not sure we've got freedom of speech. If I uh, there's loads of things I'm not allowed to say now in uh, in uh, in a keynote. I'll try and get away with as much as I can, but we've become hypersensitive. Okay, so sometimes it's the smallest things that you say that seem to have the most upsetting effect on people. <laughs> now to help you roll with the punches. Um, here's a kind of pretty cool analogy, I think, and a wonderfully refreshing way of thinking about things. So, I know mean, we've all accidentally worded things rather badly or said something clumsy that on reflection we it might have sounded harsh. And um, not only have we said those, we've had those things said to us, right? So the result is these misjudged comments have caused probably more upset than it was worth. And sometimes it's the people who love you most that kind of irritate you the most. So next time somebody says something that you would normally bristle at and react to, my my message to you is to let it go, is to choose not to respond. And, and in order to help you to do that, I'm going to take you through um, a cricket test match. Now, for our, <laughs> for our foreign listeners... Cricket is the, for the Americans particularly, right? Cricket is like the ultimate in civilization. Oh my gosh, it is glorious. I'm talking test match cricket. Not, not 20, well, there's something called 2020 cricket or 100 cricket where you hit every ball, you run like the clappers, it's all done in 90, 90 minutes. Test match cricket, right? Honestly, if you're in America, you're going to, if you're not sitting down, sit down now. It lasts five days. All right? It is, it is got to, it is gloriously slow. I mean, bordering on tedious. I mean, the players even break for afternoon tea. I mean, how civilised is that? And essentially, the game itself involves a bowler who's throwing a rock-hard ball at a, at a batter. And their job is to hit the ball and run as fast as they can. There's lots of nuance and a bit technicalities, but that's basically it, and it lasts five days. Now, the reason that it's so slow is that the batsman or batswoman, they don't have to hit every single ball. So some balls are either kind of too fast or too slow or too wide or just totally unplayable. So more often than not, when you're watching a cricket test match, the batsman or the batswoman will just let the ball go. And it'll sail through to the wicketkeeper. They've got big gloves. They catch it. They polish it. They throw it around the field a little bit until it gets back to the bat, to the bowler, who's pacing 100 yards back to the starting point, And off we go again. Right, and that happens for five days, and it usually ends in a draw. It's just genius, right? Now, I'm old enough to remember an English batsman called Chris Tabaret. If you're my generation, dear listener, then you will remember him well, right? In a game of slowness, Chris Tabaret was the slowest. 
right? He somehow managed to carve a career out of letting almost every single ball go to the, through to the wicketkeeper, right? And I can remember in the summer of 19... I've just Googled it to check I'm correct. It was the summer of 1981. I was glued to the TV and I watched Chris Tevere playing for England. He took nearly seven hours to score 35 runs in Madras in India. Um, don't think it's called Madras anymore. Anyway, whatever. Um, I think it is it Chennai. I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's a technicality. So seven out, right? Seven hours to score 35 runs. Uh, look, folks, it was mesmerising. It was compelling. It was like achingly slow. And again, googling the news report at the time, the news report described his performance. It says, and I quote, "He began not to bat, but to set concrete drying under the sun." Right. So every time the ball was hurled at Chris Tavray, what he would do is lean back and the ball would sail through to the wicketkeeper. Now if you come back to what I said at the start, is maybe we should all be a little bit more Chris Tavray. When somebody is hurling you a barbed criticism, or, or maybe it's not even barbed, not even intentional, if it accidentally something that you would normally, oh, I've got to have a go back at them, I'm going to make... No. Yeah? Maybe, maybe... Maybe what we'd just do is let that comment go through to the wicketkeeper, which means that we don't have to respond, we don't have to react, we keep the peace. And particularly in your family situation, is you don't have to nag your kids every single time, you don't have to raise your voice. Just sometimes you can be the Chris Tavare and to let it go through to the wicketkeeper. Look, it's literally in cricket, to win the game, the batsman, batswoman, they don't have to slog every ball. And to maintain your sanity and your serenity, you don't have to rise to every comment. Let it pass. Life's too short, folks. Stop trying to beat the hell out of everything and everyone. And until next time, be Chris Tabra. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 